welcome everyone to Understanding the I Am That Is You podcast. Yay! Hey y'all, it's your girl Wynn. And tonight's greeting, we're going to hear a little bit about the Ascended Masters. Not much, just a little short short about who they are and their divine purpose for humanity. This for those that may be uncertain of them or the I Am teachings, or for those that may have come into the teachings midstream. Now, I'm not forcing anyone to embrace them or the teachings, only to bring a little clarity to those that may have been wondering. But I will say that it is worth every effort for each and every individual to enlighten themselves to those mighty beings and the knowledge that is offered. Y'all give thanks and praises, and here we go. I pray all is well with everyone, and your hearts and minds are full of love, joy, and compassion for yourselves and everyone else. And I pray that we are all expanding in the knowledge of our own mighty I Am Presence, the presence of God within us, our mighty life stream, and also in the understanding of the Ascended Masters and their divine purpose, to maintain divine order throughout infinity, to call mankind's attention to the power of God within each and every one, and to expand their combined light throughout this planet until all that is not of the light is consumed and all humanity has made the ascension. Let us all then give thanks and praises for all the heavenly assistance that we are given because Lord knows we need it and make use of it while we have the opportunity. Amen. Give thanks and praises for love and light and y'all be loved. And he will send his angels with a loud trumpet call, and they will gather his elect from the four winds, from one end of the heavens to the other. As soon as its twigs get tender and its leaves come out, you know that summer is near. Even so, when you see all these things, you know that it is near, right at the door. Truly I tell you, this generation will certainly not pass away until all these things have happened. Matthew 24 31-34 At the present time the attention of mankind is being drawn to the conscious understanding and use of the words I am by the Ascended Masters, beloved Saint Germain, beloved Jesus, and others of the Ascended Host, who are pouring out ceaselessly the great light to release freedom, peace and perfection. The cosmic command for the permanent golden age has been given and must now manifest on this planet. The great Ascended Masters have worked for centuries preparing for the expansion of light that is now flooding the entire system to which this earth belongs. The great cosmic law has begun the release and increase of that light which compels all things to come into perfect divine order wherever it flows. The great ones have always been the custodians of the eternal inner understanding concerning the use of the great creative word, I am. They, and they alone, have been able to give the complete understanding concerning what occurs when those two words, I am, are used. They have been the elder brothers, protectors, guardians, and infallible teachers of mankind throughout the centuries. The Ascended Masters are the only infallible source of instruction to the humanity of this earth, because they are wholly divine, and one with the God-Self of every individual. They are the living fulfillment of the law they teach, and are the only ones who have manifested complete victory over so-called death. They are the full manifestation of that light and law which rule the universe and which maintain divine order throughout infinity. 
The release of their combined light is taking place and flooding the earth at the present time. All that is not of the light is consumed thereby. Their light will continue to expand throughout this planet until all humanity has made the ascension also, and the earth itself becomes a blazing sun, whirling in its appointed path in space. To these great ascended masters mankind owes all the good it has ever received or drawn forth, because they are the way and means by which the infinite God self expands its perfection through the finite activity of personalities. This earth and its humanity are entering into the I am age, and therefore the full use of this I am knowledge must be understood and utilized by the individuals who live here in the present and near future. The great cosmic beings, the ascended masters, the angelic host have given tremendous protection to America and her people, especially over the last five years. To all individuals who will call unto them in the name of the mighty I am presence, keep their feelings harmonized, and pour out intense love continually to their own mighty I am presence, will be given assistance without limit. Godfrey Ray King Isis Unveiled, Chapter 11 There was a period of time when the learned academics made themselves particularly merry at the simple enunciation of some marvels which the ancients gave as having occurred under their own observations. What poor dolts, perhaps liars, these appeared in the eyes of an enlightened century. Did not they actually describe horses and other animals, the feet of which presented some resemblance to the hands and feet of men? And in AD 1876, we hear Mr. Huxley giving learned lectures in which the protohippus, rejoicing in a quasi-human forearm, and the orohippus with his four toes and Eocene origin, and the hypothetical pedactyl equus, maternal granduncle of the present horse, play the most important part. The marvel is corroborated. Materialistic Pyrrhonists of the 19th century avenge the assertions of superstitious Platonists, the antediluvian Gobey Mouche. And before Mr. Huxley, Chauffois Saint Hilaire has shown an instance of a horse which positively had fingers separated by membranes. When the ancients spoke of a pygmy race in Africa, they were taxed with falsehood. And yet, pygmies like these were seen and examined by a French scientist during his voyage in the Tendamaya, on the banks of the Rio Grande in 1840, by Bayard Taylor at Cairo in 1874, and by M. Bond, of the Indian Trigonometrical Survey who discovered a wild dwarfish race, living in the hill jungles of the western Galats, to the southwest of the Palani Hills, a race, though often heard of, no trace of which had previously been found by the survey. This is a new pygmy race, resembling the African Abongos of Du Xiu, the Akas of Schweinfurt and the Dokos of Dr. Kraft, in their size, appearance, and habits. H. P. Blavatsky Herodotus was regarded as a lunatic for speaking of a people who he was told slept during a night which lasted six months. If we explain the word slept by an easy misunderstanding it will be more than easy to account for the rest as an allusion to the night of the polar regions. Pliny has an abundance of facts in his work, which until very recently, were rejected as fables. Among others, he mentions a race of small animals, the males of which suckle their young ones. This assertion afforded much merriment among our savants. In his report of the Geological Survey of the Territories, for 1872, Mr. C. H. Merriam describes a rare and wonderful species of rabbit, Lepus berti, 
inhabiting the pine regions about the headwaters of the Wind and Yellowstone Rivers, in Wyoming. Mr. Merriam secured five specimens of this animal, which, are the first individuals of the species that have been brought before the scientific world. One very curious fact is that all the males have teats, and take part in suckling their young, adult males had large teats full of milk, and the hair around the nipple of one was wet, and stuck to it, showing that, when taken, he had been engaged in nursing his young. In the Carthaginian account of the early voyages of Hanno, was found a long description of savage people, whose bodies were hairy and whom the interpreters called gorilla, alpha nu theta rho omicron pi omicron nu alpha gamma rho iota omicron nu as the text reads, clearly implying thereby that the wild men were monkeys. Until our present century, the statement was considered an idle story, and Dodwell rejected altogether the authenticity of the manuscript and its contents. The celebrated Atlantis is attributed by the last modern commentator and translator of Plato's works to one of Plato's noble lies. Even the frank admission of the philosopher, in the Timaeus, that they say, that in their prime, the inhabitants of this island, Poseidon, preserved a tradition handed down by their ancestors concerning the existence of the Atlantic island of a prodigious magnitude, etc., does not save the great teacher from the imputation of falsehood, by the infallible modern school. H. P. Blavatsky The I Am Discourses, Volume 13 I greet you beloved ones, in the fullness of that joy which has been filling your hearts here, and how much it means to you can be little estimated at this time. If the variety of your conversation is a criterion of those who should talk, we should need a regiment here. However, tonight I trust you will be satisfied with me. There is so much to be said of this most unusual place. Since your desire is to know something about the cause of this valley, let us begin by stating that this end of the valley was the end of a branch of the great gas belts, and I mean by that, the upper one. About the position of the entrance to the tunnel as you drive through, was a place where a small opening from the gas belt beneath came through, but it was small enough that the pressure did not break the formation between the two gas belts, but added enough to this spur to release that terrific power, not of explosion, but of a rending power which lifted and divided the mountain at this point, making this not what you see today, but perhaps the most rugged spot, immediately after its formation, on the face of the earth. This occurred, well, perhaps I should say was the beginning of the last cataclysm that changed the great surface of the earth. Question, was the cataclysm 12,000 years ago? Saint Germain, yes, and during the first 1,200 years after this was made, it remained so tremendously rugged, then it began to fill in. About 4,800 years after that, there was a great tremor, an earthquake through this country which loosened parts of the walls, which you now see as these great boulders in the valley. That which still hung to the walls was loosened and started the greater filling in. You would be astonished to see how far down these boulders, as you see, I'm going up to Mirror Lake, filled in underneath where you are. That is nearly 1,000 feet underneath where you are, from where the formation began to divide and come up, and the distance was less than half what it is now between the walls. You can understand then, by the shattering, what it took to fill in that which has widened the space as you see it today. Then the erosion began to wash down and fill in. You will be amazed to learn that at that time, at a depth of approximately 400 feet beneath you, it opened what really was the mother load of California. 
As I have said once or twice before, engineers and people think they have found the mother load, but they never have, for this was the only opening, or the opening to the place leading down to it. It did not come to the surface, but was opened. Beloved Saint Germain Question, then the feeling I had the other day, out here by the river, that there was a deposit of gold someplace around here, is correct? Saint Germain, fabulous. The vein at this point was fabulous, but you see, please note how very wise the great ones governing nature are, to see that those veins are covered again before coming into the hands of mankind. Question, doesn't the placing of that amount of gold also partly account for the feeling of purity in this valley? Saint Germain, exactly. I was going to say that is why you feel the great purity and charge in the atmosphere here, and why human qualities broaden have practically no effect upon the atmosphere of this place, and will not, because of the radiance coming forth from that which has been opened up. Even what has covered it since, does not hold within it the radiance that goes forth, for once that has been opened to the outer atmosphere, the filling in or covering over is not of sufficient density, like the solid rock that covered it before, to hold in the radiance that comes through. Question, is it desirable that that should ever be made available to mankind, or rather would it be more useful within the earth as a purifying agent? Saint Germain, there are places where the mother load comes so much nearer the surface, so much easier of access, that if it is wisdom to tap it, I think other places would be used rather than this. But according to the harmonization of the mass of mankind, and were it possible to harmonize mankind quickly, which it is, if they would give enough attention to the presence, then at a time not far off, there would be a great deal released, but not until an ascended master is placed over the government. This would have to be governed by the ruler of America, or that which could control it, for it would be a good while before there would not be some who had not progressed, where it would be dangerous to let it be known. I mean from that, the inner scientific inventions would come forth, making it absolutely impossible for mankind to deceive each other. The inner motive of all will be known. Then they will see that there is no opportunity to excuse deceit, therefore, it will disappear. Beloved Saint Germain. Mm -hmm.